foot enthusiasts, minimal footwear lovers, or anyone trying to fix your own feet, I'm heading to North Carolina this May to lead a live, in-person, three-day retreat all about feet. I'm going to be at the Art of Living Retreat Center, which is up in the mountains of North Carolina. It's so beautiful there. And are you ready to hear what I'm calling it? The retreat is called Healing Your Soul, a stepwise approach to building forever functional feet. That's so good, right? If you want to learn all about how to take care of the muscles, bones, joints, fascia, and nerves of the feet, and learn how strong feet and ankles relate to sustainable hips and knees, this event is for you. In addition to the classroom and movement time with me, you're on retreat. So there's delicious meals, a nature-rich campus that you can explore on foot, and plenty of time for rest and relaxation, all included. A retreat is a perfect way to care for yourself in the moment, but also in the future. You are coming to learn a massive toolkit of information. So whether you're a competitive runner, a dynamic ager, or a healthcare practitioner, this is a weekend full of movement for you and your feet. And like I said, you're gonna leave with a toolkit and a big swag bag that you can use to train your feet for life. For more information about the movement sessions, the food, the center, head to my website, nutritiousmovement.com slash retreat. That's nutritiousmovement.com slash retreat. This is Katie B, and you are about to listen to an early episode of my podcast. Now the show is called The Move Your DNA Podcast, and you can find all episode transcripts and the show notes to this episode at nutritiousmovement.com slash podcast. Enjoy. Katie Says Podcast, where movement geek Danny Hemmett, that's me, joins biomechanist Katie Bowman, which is me, author of Move Your DNA, for discussions on body mechanics, movement nutrition, natural movement, and how movement can be the solution to modern ailments we all experience. It's a good thing we clarify who's talking, because we sound exactly alike. We Well, we sound different, but we both have a little, <laughs> gra- like, there's a little gravelly thing, but I also, if... Any pun should be attributed to you. Correct usage of terms should be attributed to you. Making up words attributed to you. Exactly. We all have our tells. (laughs) So how's it going? It's going good. How is your summer starting out? Because right now, it's summer. Is it really? Almost? I think so. Yeah, almost. I mean, not like officially solstice-y, but... It's pretty hot. It's like 80 here. That's yeah, crazy. I mean, it's definitely, yeah, it's definitely warm weather. And our, you know, our spring started here on the peninsula about six weeks early as far as growth. And so cool. I would say here where we live, we use the lavender as a barometer for the season and it's starting to bloom. So we are in summer season, lavender season ahead of schedule, much to people's disappointment when they've planned their trip out to where I live to, you know, tour the fields of just budding. They're expecting it to be full bloom, but it's good. It's been very good. I, as many of you may or may not know, I took a social media break, which is kind of what we're going to be talking about for this podcast. I went off. And you're still in the middle of that, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think exactly kind of where I am. So I went off towards the end of May, kind of like the last week of May, 
Mm-hmm. And I figured I would actually do it by the calendar to use up the rest of what is by the calendar spring. So all the way till June 20th. So it was a little over three weeks. And gosh, it, I'm halfway into it, but it feels like I've been off social media for months. Does it? Yeah. It's pretty cool. Well, tell me what it's like. It's like, it's like this. <laughs> Have you ever gone to a zoo and went to look at... Maybe maybe a predator, maybe like a wild cat, like something something like like a cheetah. I'm just cheetah is the one that I've seen the most because it's kind of local to us and we've been there a couple of times. When you go watch animals, especially animals that are like roaming animals, they're walking, like this cheetah in the zoo is walking, but it walks on the path that it has etched in the grass. Mm. Have you ever noticed that phenomenon? And it's, it's yeah. So uh, this is at the Seattle Zoo, one of the Seattle zoos, and I've seen this. I've seen this numbers of like numerous times at other zoos. So it's numerous. I almost said numerous. So just to prove oh, your earlier yay, point, ding. this is Katie. <laughs> this is Katie. I've seen it numerous times where, as this cheetah or cat, it's usually something panther, like a cat, is where I've seen it the most often. They're like pacing. Their pacing is what it looks like. And they pace along this groove that they've made by pacing, meaning they don't bound over. Like they have a habitat, but they don't walk off of the path. Yeah, they wear a path. They wear yeah. a path and they go in the same direction. Oh, it's this, this cheat is counterclockwise always. And it makes like three laps and it sits down. And then you'll come back a few hours later and it's walking on the same path again. Which freaks me out because I was like, oh, my God. Like, it just it's, it feels captive to me, even more so than just seeing a cheetah behind a glass panel, which is clearly captive. Watching it pace along an etched line is really an indication of the narrowness of its capability to move. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it's full, has all the parts to move, but in this environment, in this habitat, it's just etching. So anyway, maybe the first few days of my social media break, you know, I have a routine. I get up in the morning, I get up really early in the morning and my phone is what I use for alarm. I turn it, I turn it all off onto airplane mode, but I'll use it on low light setting and chime to wake me up if I'm not already awake. And then I grab it and then I'll, I'll kind of wake up to checking my work for the morning before I walk in the morning. So like around five o'clock in the morning, I can really a lot of times get a few emails off. But anyway, after I am done with my necessity work, I will do what I call the equivalent of this cheetah. (laughs) I go to one app. I check it. Oh my God. I go to the next step and I even do it in a That's particular exactly order. That's exactly what it's like. It's exactly like oh, that. Oh, what a great analogy. Yeah. Oh my God. And then I go Thank to the th- you. and I go to the third app and it's like this wow. weird pacing. I'm pacing in a loop on my phone. You are blowing my mind. Well, it was just like really clear. Oh, and then and, and only when I wasn't engaging with it, like when I stopped myself, I was like my thumb without even thinking about it was just going for the first part of my lap. Mm-hmm. And then and then I was like, oh. I'm not doing that today, you know? And then when I had my phone for other reasons, you're checking the clock, you're answering a phone call, you're doing a text, I picked it up. And then as soon as I was done with the necessity, communication, work, 
taking a picture, whatever, using it for not this portion that I had decided to give up for these three weeks, I started my laps again. Do, 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 all the way around, pacing the cage that is my phone. So I became really tuned into it's it was less a choice in my mind, like, oh, I'm gonna go check Instagram right now, oh, and yeah. more a habit of it was a reflex of as soon as I was done, I just headed right there without thinking. My thumb, my thumb led me. My motor yeah. programming led me. And so that was hugely profound. And I think I'm going to write a blog post about it because I think that a lot of people can identify with this mindless lapping around their phone. Absolutely. And then, and I'm so busy. I mean, Danny, I really am a busy person. However. Really? It's true. Okay. I'm also the whiny, complainy one. On the podcast. No, no, you're good. You um, shoulder it well. Yeah. So I'm like, but a lot of my, my busyness and the same thing. So that was my phone. Now let's go to, I won't even tell you the a number of deadlines I've seemed to blow past in the last week and a half. And I'm usually really good on deadlines. I've blown past a ton of them. I would go to sit down and I'm usually writing. So you don't need the internet for writing. So I, I kind of do sometimes because I'm working between research. It's all stored online. I don't have a ton of printed stuff all the time when I'm looking at multiple sources. So I'll click, you know, like I'm typing and I'm like, oh, I, what was this? And I'll do a search to find this piece that I'm looking for. So I'm not off the internet. But when I am overwhelmed with needing to think hard at this next piece that I'm writing for my work, what I would put under necessity, I will, boom, hop over to my lap that I do on my computer. And it's like I work and when I don't, want to work anymore. And I'm not talking about like after 37 minutes to take a social media break. Sure. I'm talking about like every six minutes, really, really high frequency, really high frequency and an, an embarrassing amount of frequency to me. And it's kind of a smack between the eyes when you realize that. Well, it's just quantification. It's like, yeah, wow. It's like, oh my gosh. And then, so when I was, I clear, you know, I do all my emails and I have nothing in my inbox and I have assignments, but I'm like sitting there what I would then go do is my lap, like just waiting for the next email to come in. I set a period of time for working. There's no emails coming in the second. And by the time I lap through social media two or three times, another email comes in because I, because mm -hmm. it's coming kind of constantly. But I was like, this is crazy. It's almost like I'm just sitting here wasting time waiting for my next thing to come. Like there's nothing, I'm not even doing anything on social media. I'm just checking, I'm checking up, you know, is there something I have to respond to? Like I'm not, Really that I'm not going to other people's pages like that's not an issue for me going down a rabbit hole of information. Sometimes it is if it's like, hey, that looks like a good book. Oh, that's a cool quote. Who's that person? Wikipedia hole, oh, you know, down. Yeah. But the motor programming of it all was overwhelming to see that my body mm -hmm. would like lurch to send me through. So that's what it's been like. It's been identification and quantification, I would say, in the in, in the instinct to do it. But not engaging on that circle. I have yet to, I've never engaged back in the loop. Like I'm off and I'm, I have no problem being off. It took a while for that reflex though. And I'm still at the point where I'm like, oh no, emails. Oh, click. I, mean, I There's been a couple of times where I've just loaded something up on my, with my thumb accidentally. And, you know, it hasn't even finished loading. I was like, oh wait, I'm not doing that. And then just go to something else or put the phone down or whatever. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, trippy, right? It is trippy. It is trippy. I think- I had started to to kind of quantify, like I started to realize, hey, I think I'm doing this too much when 
I was thinking of something I needed to do for work, like I wanted to look something up or, or send off an email, and I picked up my phone and immediately opened Facebook. <laughs> and I was on like, Facebook. Like, maybe Facebook will do my work for No, me. I was on Facebook for like a minute and a half, and then it was kind of like when you open the fridge and you're like, what was I yeah, going to yeah. do in here? I was on Facebook, and I was like, what? Why did I come here? And then I realized I wanted to send that email and I, it freaked me out. I was like, whoa, I didn't even, I walked into that room and that was not the room I wanted to go into. And that's when I really started to think, okay, yes. I, I need to look at this it's for myself. Time. It's time. I wore a groove. That's a very great analogy though. I love that because that's exactly what it's like. It's pacing. It's yeah. a, it's like an anxiety pacing, you know? I mean, I, I don't know if anxiety is the right word, but it's, you know, it's like a way of coping with something and it's just there must be this natural component to it you know mm-hmm. where it's just going through so anyway that was great so what it's been like to be off is i mean really for the for the first time i would say that my outdoor time is exceeding my online time because the social media time and i this was not a screen free week for me so no there's a difference and there's yeah, a difference we'll yeah, yeah and i so it was a social media time and i was like wow when I gave up without even giving up screens per se. It it was easier for me to engage with what I was doing. I didn't feel the pressure. I mean, part of it is a little different because for my work, you know, I'm I'm constantly documenting different things. I just was relieved of the the pressure to work in that in that way for a period of time and not thinking of my life as a series of potential bits to share or write about. I'm not sure if everyone mm-hmm. has that, if it's coming from a work a work mindset, or maybe it's just this idea of sharing and, and bonding with other people and wanting to see what their lives are like. Right. But I was like, there's a bunch of people here and I can see what their lives are like just by looking. You know, I don't have to go <laughs> on social <laughs> Those media. Those were the days. Yeah. Did you notice an increase in focus? Well, my work gets done faster because on those times as I'm working through a particular project of a necessity where I would normally stop and then take a couple laps through social media, I stop, go, wow, my tendency is to go hit this, and then I go right back to working. Meaning it's not even like it's not even like I'm creatively tapped or fatigued. It's just it's just this strange twitch, you know, of just mm-hmm. of like every, like a lull in thought. I fill lulls in thoughts with a lap through social media. And I've just been okay with <laughs> a pause in thought for a second. I don't have to do anything. And then I go back to thinking. So just by not filling that lull, let, letting it be a lull. Right. Have a little headspace. Yeah. Just in, just enjoying like, oh, I'm not, I, 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 I haven't formulated my next thought yet. Why don't I just be okay with that? And then go on to my next thought in a couple of minutes. And I haven't, filled that lull with things that really don't even need to be there. So, yeah. Are your breaks always three weeks? You've done this before. I've done screen-free weeks. <gasps> That's right. That's I've right. gone, okay. I've done things like, so I. So the three things I've done is I've done a tech-free week, which is, it usually has, for me, it has to um, coordinate with going on vacation. And it's usually someplace remote, you know, will we'll purposely be camping or... Mm-hmm you know, have no internet or whatever. And I just, we put my, my whole family puts all the technology away, which is my, my cell phone, my laptop, my husband's cell phone, laptop. We don't have any, 
we don't have any gaming or pads, gaming devices mm-hmm. or pads. So it's a little easier for us because the, the number of devices and the people who use devices in our family is smaller. So there's tech free and I've done that a couple times and both times it's been a week. There is screen free week, which I make, I do it as non-essential screen free essential meaning. I still have to check my email, Sure, but I wouldn't do anything else. No, no Netflix, no movies, no TV. And then none of the other obvious things like social media or whatever. It's simply just, we can check in with email, deal with emails and then get back off again. No phones besides using them for actual phones, <laughs> like calling right. people and texting. So, but to not to just use it for like necessary communication. So that's, I've never done, if it's, it's either all tech free or our modified version of screen free, only a week. And then I have gone off things like Facebook for a month. I, I did do that when I was working on Movie or DNA, but I was on, I was only on Facebook at that point. That was a few years ago. I didn't have, right. now right. I've got, I have, I only have Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And Instagram has kind of filled my life more than anything else, but I've I've given up just Facebook before for a month. A couple times. Mm-hmm. A couple times. But that wasn't on my phone. I think the biggest deal for me is when when all my social media was available in my hand. It's so much easier like if oh, I'm out sure. and about like it was getting to the point where, you know, I'm driving in a car as a passenger. Well, I might as well fill this lull with <laughs> With 42 loops through my social media over the period of an hour, you know, if I'm driving somewhere. So, mm-hmm. so it's, it wasn't a big, as big of a problem as it's been because I didn't have it. I mean, how long have you had apps on your phone? It's only been a couple of years for me, maybe sure. even 18 months. Same here. Same here. I was very resistant to smartphones. I was like one of those Blackberry people that just like to take care of my work emails and call mm-hmm. it good. And then when I got a smartphone, I kind of just, I got sucked in. It's like, I think I played plants versus zombies for three days straight once, you know, it's like kids feed yourself. And then I immediately <laughs> You're realized eat some plants. And then I was just like, Holy cow, I just got sucked in. And yeah. so I've, I've really had an interesting relationship and been very, very, very aware of it because you're not, I just, I found this picture the other day. And I think it was right before you came to visit. And it was a happy Mother's Day picture that my kids had done when they were like with with their dad when they were like three or something, three and four. And it was why we love mama. And one of the things was she's not always on her phone a lot. Wow. I pulled this out of the box. I hadn't seen it in years. And I looked at it and I was like, wow, you know, if if this little little guys are noticing yeah. that I wasn't doing that. Then they were noticing that other people were. And also basically that you're unlovable now is the takeaway. <laughs> they, they must not love you anymore. <laughs> well, the thing is I, because of that. So I looked at that and I was like, you know what? I've always been very conscious mm. of that. Cause I didn't really play plants versus zombies for three days, but it's, I've always been aware of like them watching that. Yeah. If we're waiting at a doctor's office or whatever, I just talk with them and play with them. And I've never, yeah. I've never sucked in. And just seeing that reiterated, it's like, you know, they, they really do get influenced by how much we're doing it. You know, kind of have to set that standard, I guess. Well, and you just don't even really realize it. You know, it's a strange, like I took my dog, my, we had a date. We each split up our kids. You know, we do a, a single parent on kid date night, which I'm sure a lot of people do. But I had my daughter out and we were out 
to dinner and there was a couple across the, I mean, there was a couple across the way and they were probably in their like sixties or even seventies and they were both engaged with their phone, but it wasn't like they were just sitting mindlessly scrolling. They were smiling at their phones and chuckling at what the phones were revealing to them. And it was so strange. It was like <laughs> the phone was a stand. It looked like they were on a first date each separately wow. with whoever they were communicating with on their phone. And I wanted to take a picture of it, but, and then I was like, oh, look at this. Even my desire to document mm-hmm. this. And I hadn't brought my phone in. I, I leave my phone. I know that I have, it's a passive lap that I'm doing with it through right. all the time. So I just leave it. Like I purposely, everyone's like, I try to text you and call you. And I'm like, I do not carry my phone on my body. I am, I just, I mean, I just don't have a relationship. Like to me, the phone is just another laptop, but smaller. So right. I try not to bring it in going out. You know, I, I'll use it if I'm going to work remotely, you know, which is like the way I justify it. It's like, if I'm going to take, you know, two days off or one day off, I'll have it with me to work on it like a laptop, but it's not something that's on me all the time. And right. It's weird. Well, yeah, let's let's go into that. I'm going to give some some statistics, and then let's talk about scary. We're not really going to talk about screens, screen free so much as as social media. We'll talk a little bit about screen free, but okay. just kind of interesting. And I'm sure everybody's read this a million times, but worldwide, people spend anywhere between one to three hours daily just checking social media. So that's like no other computer task, just social media. Seventy five percent of all internet users use it. That seems about right. Yeah. People in the U.S. check social media 17, a minimum of 17 times per day. So that's like once per waking hour. I know, you know, oh my some gosh. Of us, it's like way more. Yeah. And and before you're like, oh, kids today, the, actually the highest users of social media are between 25 and 54 years old. To- yeah, totally. And those are good things always just to be aware of, you know, just every once in a while, check the, how those statistics are growing and because they're really increasing quickly with social media. Just a snapshot. There's an app that you can put on your phone, ironically, on your smartphone, ironically, that will track how much time you spend on each individual social media platform and give you a, a report, yes? Mm-hmm. Yep. Do you know what it's called? Well, I know of Moment. And and moment is one that it tracks everything you do on your phone. So whether you're checking, you know, you're writing emails, it, it does every task and breaks it down for you. Social media, surfing, stuff like that. Let's talk about that. So there's some big ways to think about having these tech breaks. And then there's littler ways. And I think a mix and match is a good way to do them. Yeah. Shall we go for it? Yeah, okay. do it. All right. <laughs> I have a good story. You could just ditch your smartphone altogether. And I know how many of us have not fantasized about this. Going back to the old flip phone days when we just had a phone to Mm -hmm. communicate. Kathy, our transcriptionist, she is a total, she's hilarious. She is a Luddite. You know what a Luddite is? I do. I really don't love the term, but I. Okay. I mean, it's it's been adopted now. Yes. Yes, Somebody kind of eschews technology sort of a thing is what it's become. That's what it's become. Yeah. That's what it's become. Yeah. So she dropped her smartphone in the toilet and, (laughs) and she'd kind of been thinking like, maybe I'll get rid of my smartphone. And then the universe took care of it for it fell into the toilet. And she just got a basic phone. 
And I talked with her about it and it's really interesting. She said, at first I was really, I admired her. I was like, wow, that is so cool that you were so brave to do that. And then I found out it fell in the toilet. It's like, okay, well, at least you didn't go get a new smartphone. But I asked her, how have things changed for you? What are the benefits? What are the frustrations? And she said, so the frustrations like our maps, you know, she's been lost mm, a few times. Mm-hmm. Banking. She said, I didn't realize how much I relied on phone for, you know, transferring money or paying, you know, stuff like that. She said, that's been kind of an interesting thing to always be schlepping to the bank to withdraw money or do this or transfer things. Texting. This was kind of sad because she said it made her sad. She noticed she was kind of out of some loops with friends. Like she had less communication because everybody was always group texting. She can't text on her flip? She can't group text. She can only text text. And she said it takes forever because she's got to go like A, B, C. I know all that it's like, like a, fun movement. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. See? Yeah. It's like yeah, like you're strange, tapping out a telegraph or something. A, like an early 2000 Morris code. Yeah. <laughs> so that was, that was interesting. All right, yep. If you're like, I guess the more your life is conveniently sure, located on your phone. Sure. And those are the things that when I think about ditching it, I think, gosh, you know, it was designed to be a smartphone. It was designed to save time for us. Yeah. And there's just these other things that have gotten in the way. So if you could just whittle it down to those things that give you more time, sure. then that would be awesome. Mm-hmm. So like you could ditch your like you could ditch a smartphone altogether, and you're saying replace it with a flip phone. Yeah. Or you could also just ditch it while you're going certain places like right that would be a smaller version of the ditching right okay cool you know and like leaving it at home like you said i did that accidentally this weekend it was the best day sure i loved it i I panicked for about 20 seconds when i was like oh i don't have my phone (laughs) and then i had the best i mean i felt like i was eight again it was awesome okay so that's one way is just ditch it or ditch it for chunks at a time yeah you know, leave it at home. Or even just when you go into the restaurant or a store. Like, right, I mean, you could, right. I guess there's no way to do this wrong, right? You could be no, like, no. I'm just going to go out to dinner and leave it in my car. Right. But we're talking, we're talking big. Yeah. Okay. Oh, these that's are, right. This is, the, we're, we're in the macro phase of this. Okay. So you can just ditch your, your phone all together, your smartphone all together, or decide that you're going to do like every weekend. Some people just, they don't have their phone on mm-hmm. during Saturday, Sunday, mm-hmm. period. You could even set up some sort of, auto text sure that says i'm away from my phone this you know if anyone texts you or your message and like you could just say i'm off my phone on the weekends if you want to reach me here's my home number you know like mm-hmm. you could like an auto reply yes like because i think yeah. a lot of people are worried like oh well how will i know where my kids are or whatever it's like sure. just set it up just just use the technology to your advantage and set it up that way yeah and that leads me to Setting like different expectations with your friends and family mm-hmm. because we've gotten so used to like you respond right away yeah. to a text or an email and that's kind of become the standard, right? Yes. Yeah. If if you don't like if you don't respond, they think something's wrong with you. Just kind of set that standard that, hey, I, every weekend just don't expect to hear yeah. from me. Yeah. I'm okay, you I know, know? And, and leave it at that. And yeah. then there won't be that problem or that fear of missing out or whatever. You could even just or, at the beginning of a weekend to send out a text to everyone. Hey guys, I'm all good, but I'm going tech free, you know, stop by, let's do a barbecue. Let's yeah, do uh, totally. let's more, go for more social, less media. Yeah. Or make more time on a regular basis to be with your friends and family that doesn't involve devices. Yeah. Have your weekly. Yeah you know, potluck or whatever, and everybody just leaves it at home, period. Yeah, and I think... And and have that, like, as a commitment, a scheduled commitment is pretty good. And I guess you could probably... Like, I think a lot of times, too, 
thinking of like that macro, the whole family has to do it together. That was some questions when I went on. It's like, are you doing it? Are you doing it with your, is your husband doing it too? Cause there's no way my mm-hmm. partner wants to do it. Or, you know, I, I can't imagine getting my kids off. I, I feel like that's, if you're trying to get everyone in your house to change your behavior, that that's potentially limiting that you can just do it yourself. And then sure. people might follow suit, you know, I wonder how many times someone else picks up their device simply because the other person's on it and there's no one left to engage with. You know what I mean? I would venture a guess about 100% of the time, probably. (laughs) You're like, well, if you're going to talk to... Sometimes I text my husband from another part of my room. We have this group, this big group of friends that is always... I guess we're just trying to outwit each other all the time. Mm -hmm. And sometimes they're like... You guys are texting back and forth like you're in different places. And it's like, no, we are both here in the same room. I can see him right now. And <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a strange time. And I enjoy that interaction with my friends that I wouldn't get elsewhere. But sometimes I think that if someone's going to whip out a phone at your dinner, like, what are you going to do? Right. Yeah. The last suggestion for when you're if you're going to go big is, what? you know what? what? And a lot of us, uh, yeah, a lot of us can't do this because of work or whatever, but some people just leave it all together. Yeah. You mean you mean indefinitely. You are talking about you're not talking about like, you're not talking about weeks or breaks. You are talking about like I don't do social media anymore. They they're just gone. Yeah. They're just gone and they're they're living like, you know, life from nineteen eighty or whatever it is. So that's those are the macros. Yeah, those are the macros. There's just ways to do it. And and like Katie like Katie said, you could just you mix and match and you can't you cannot do this wrong. Okay, so you just can't. So to recap, going big, I'm just gonna do a list because sometimes everyone's like, wow, that was spread out. So here's a list of going big. You could say, I'm no longer gonna have a smartphone. I'm going to switch to a flip phone, thus removing the stimulus. I'm going to take long breaks away from my phone, whatever long means to you, meaning for weekends, for week periods, like week-long periods, or you could change the priorities with your friends. Like, so mm-hmm. I would say that as going big, meaning you're actually changing, you're, you're informing your community about how you want to be. That's pretty exactly. big. That's pretty big. That's, that's pretty big. Yeah. And then. But often pretty effective if you want to accomplish something. Exactly. Totally. Yeah. And then also you're going to just get off of social media or certain platforms or whatever. Okay. Sure. Okay, good. Nice recap. Thank you. So what are the micros? Okay. All right. Little little things. The micro ways to help you curb this. You can install apps to help track your time. And we're going to go over those in a minute. There are so many, and I'll try and list them all in the notes. Okay. You can set aside small times every day for your social media or phone lap. <laughs> You're wearing a groove time. Exactly. Just set a time limit. Like, I'm going to have my coffee. I'm going to do my calf stretch while I'm doing that. I've got 20 minutes to like go through Facebook and check the news and then boom, that's done. Okay. That's very helpful and easy to accomplish. And then stick to those limits. That's the other part of that. That's part two. That's the less easy. Like the the intention is easy. I think sticking to it is more challenging (laughs) sometimes. Okay. Here are some things that you can put on your phone to help with that. There's one called Checky and that's just when you pick up your phone and check it, it just makes note of that. And at the end of the day, it's like, you've checked your phone 8,431 times. Oh my gosh. You you may only need that you one day what? and you're I like, totally, oh my God. <laughs> I think that would be almost kind of cool though, because, you know, we use it for things like steps to go, sure. like you're trying to maximize movement and decrease checking. Like that would be yeah. a thing of going, 
I'm going to track my month checky, you know, and write it on the yeah. end of your calendar and then just to see what the trends are. That's I like I like I, numbers. Checky's fun. And I've played ahead. with almost all of these, by the way. All right. If anybody wants to. Yeah. Then there's no phone. I love no phone. No phone. And I think these are all like free or 99 cents. No phone is you pick up your phone, push a button and it goes beep, 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 like counts you down, put the phone face down. And for whatever set time you've decided, if you pick it up from its face down position before the time is up, a loud fire alarm. Yeah, like a loud, horrible tsunami warning goes off and scares the heck out of everybody in the house. And then it goes... That's for the that's for I feel like you have to be a particular type of dramatic to enjoy that. You're like, I really do well with things that freak me out. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, mild shame from my phone. And shame, yeah. Shaming. If you like to be shamed, go get no phone. I want to feel punished. All right. But then it also it has a positive aspect where it every it shows you how your track record. So it's been like, look at you. Good for you. So it, so Who's are you this? saying that it patronizes you as well? <laughs> All right. wah, wah, I'm going to take wah. no phone off my list. Okay. There's antisocial, which just plain old blocks social media apps as long as you wish. Oh, nice. You're kind of in charge of that. Right. That's a nice one. There is moment, which we just discussed earlier. And moment tracks every every little bit of traffic you mm. you use your phone for. You know, you can say, well, I only use my phone for work, yeah. but then moment will might tell a different story. Okay, you had one from Debbie, Debbie that Bean. was good. Debbie Bean from Positive yep, Align. She said that yep. her friend actually uninstalls all the social media apps going into the weekend just to remove just to remove it. You know, she doesn't even have to say, Hey, I'm not checking them, they're just not there. Yeah. So your thumb's gonna go to the spot where there's nothing. Totally. Yeah, cool. That's smart, and that that doesn't cost. And it takes a second. It takes a second. You could even like involve your family. Going, would you go delete my social media apps for me? You know what I mean to like really Mm -hmm. involve them in the process and have a discussion about why you're doing it. Mm -hmm. Helpful for older kids, maybe of the. And I think we need to touch on the whole fear of missing out. That's kind of become a common phenomenon with social media. When you've taken a break for your your week, is the longest you've done right. Or no, you did a month on Facebook. Did you have, I mean, when you came back to it, it was just normal, right? You just like go back into the swing of things. It's, it's, did you ever feel like, oh man. So here's what I, I don't engage in forums. So I think that probably forums are where you might feel like you're getting behind because you're in a forum, which is like maybe a community working on a particular thought and you don't want to be the one person who missed the lesson or then has to go back and catch up on reading. So I don't do any of that because I I realized a long time ago that it was way better for, for my health. And I've been encouraging people to have a personal mission statement about your role in your own life and and relative to what that is for you, your family, your job, the planet, whatever. And I could not reconcile that time with my personal mission statement. It was offering me none of the things mm. that I had said on paper that I wanted or supported, like an authentic version of myself. So I just stopped doing them. And I found other ways, alternate ways to meet those needs that was currently being filled by the forum. Like, oh, well, I want it for education or I need it for community or whatever. I just built those outside of a forum, took the time and the work to do that. As far as being out of 
I mean, I have had numerous conversations in the last week, week and a half. Like, did you see that link that this person posted? Yeah. And then, no. My answer is usually no anyway, because I really yeah. only use Facebook for work. Right. So I, it's not a way that I engage with friends and family. So they probably know that already. But I think even... Even my husband, who is who is on social media now, he's not a big so he only has Facebook, and it's kind of like an evening thing for him. It's not a, a during the day thing for him. You know, he was like, "Oh, I just saw this one thing." Right? That seems to be like I wish there was an app that you could just have on your body that would track the number of conversations that begin with, "Oh, I saw this thing on Facebook. I sure. saw this thing on X and Y." And and I get that too more from reading. Like I was just reading this book and I, so I think because we're engaging in it so much, it becomes the, really the sole source of insights and thoughts and learning. And well, so sure. that's, Instead that's of great. a book or the newspaper or the yeah. barber shop, it's, it's become, a, it's, it's a link a or, yeah. yeah. And, that's um, interesting. Yeah. So that was my, I don't even know how okay. I started talking about Well, that, we were talking yeah. about fear of missing out because that's, yeah. you know, that's something you just kind of if you need to address it, you, yeah. I think you'll find that it's not, there's nothing to fear. I just, or, I think that's something to, well, to there's, really consider. Yeah, there's never anything to fear. No. But, but I think more like missing out on what's going on online versus missing out on fresh air and sure. missing out on movement and looking at people or face to face taking their time, picture. Yeah. Exactly. So there's all kinds of missing out. And yes, something you're going to be missing out, depending on your definition of something if you're on social media or not on social media, you're either missing out on what's on your screen or you're missing out on what's right. happening in your life. Right. So, okay. yeah, let's go forward. So you can get rid of notifications. That's a biggie. Yeah. I don't you know, things those. that things that pop up on your phone mm-hmm. that say like, oh, you got that an email. You got that this. Leads just you in. takes you a second to get rid of that helps. You hey, can play the girl. dinner game. You ever heard of this? No. You go out to dinner with people. Every Is that something on Facebook? No. <laughs> Everybody puts their phones face down in the middle of the table First person to pick up their phone to check it during idle time or whatever pays for the whole dinner for everybody. Yes. So that's a good one. Oh, that is, or buys a, buys a round of appetizers and yeah. pays a tip. You can start small, like the first person to pick it up has to get the tip. Yeah. The next, per- yeah, I think that's a great idea. I'm totally coming to your house and playing that. Okay. Well, we don't have phones at the dinner table, so that's okay. I win. Take a periodical sabbatical like you're doing, mm-hmm. or even make it weekly, like, you know, one day a week, the weekend. Keep it out of the bedroom. The bathroom, you know, like you, when you take it in the bathroom, it's because you're doing work. You're not just I get all my pooping and face in the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> and I put that in move your DNA, yeah. you know, like, you know, you can break up like if you if going to the bathroom and being on social media is where you're getting your work done. Because it's already your already your private time, you know, away from like, okay, say you have kids or whatever, or you're homeschooling or you're at work and you want to go do other work or whatever during that time. If it's replacing the more traditional work that you have to do after, I say go for it. But if like you're right. filling in your work breaks with more screens, like that could be kind of tedious for your physiology. Exactly. Turn it off during dinner, you know, just that simple step is just turn it off so that no mm-hmm. one gets interrupted during your family dinners or if you're dining alone, even put it in do not disturb mode. Always helpful. Just takes a second. And then if what does that mean? Well, so you can go into your settings on a phone and put it on do not disturb for, say, maybe 5 p.m. at night until 8 the next morning. Mm-hmm. And that means nothing's going to 
nobody can call, nobody can text. It's everything's going to go into voicemail or whatever. Is that different than airplane mode? Because you can set the time. So it's coming in and out on its own. You can put in numbers that are, you know, if it's you're like your dad and it's an emergency, you want to hear from him. Uh, You can have those numbers put in there. So they go through. It's like nobody's ever in danger. This was a good one. Keep it in a desk drawer instead of on your desk. When you get to work or whatever, just slip it into the drawer with the paper clips and the Kleenex or whatever. And and just not having it there, it's kind of like leaving the house without it. It's just not there. You're less likely to pick it up. Use social media during established times of day. We already talked about that. And just, you know, be mindful how often you're using it, like when you're around your spouse or your kids. And that's uh, it's it's helpful, I think. Well, and I think a lot of things, the first step is maybe just to, hopefully this show brings awareness, mm-hmm. like before you even go quick, I'm going to, you know, sell my phone or, you know, or turn it off. Just go to start paying attention. See if you do the lap. Tweet us if you do the lap and we won't get it because we're on social media break. (laughs) What about you? You're doing a social media break? I am. And mine is, is actually, I'm doing it and I'm inviting people to do it with me. So if they go, you know, between now when this podcast is out and July 1st, it's going to be the whole month of July that I'm going on social media break. And Uh I'd like to include other people in it. And there's actually going to be prizes. The grand prize being everyone gets a break, right? (laughs) But there will be actual, there will be actual prizes. And I think I just want to hear, I want people to kind of reflect and hear what they find from taking these breaks. I'm going to start with assessments and give people tips so they can kind of look at how, where, and when they're, Mm -hmm. they're, you know, just that, awareness how do we do that like how how do people follow you if they go to the facebook (laughs) the irony of it before july 1st if you go to the move your body better facebook page everything will be there all right and probably on my website too and that'll just be fun because it'll kind of be a group we're all linking arms and you know going down the yellow brick road together and there won't be penalization for falling off the wagon because there's just no wrong way to do this, like we said. And I think for also for inspiration, if I can just throw a shout out to, do you know Dallas Hartwig? Oh, you mentioned him. Yeah, he's Dallas the, Hartwig. He's a he's a he's the whole thirty guy, right? He's one of the whole the one of the creators of Whole Thirty. But he started he started really right. I follow him ironically on social media. Not ironically, I follow him on social media. But ironically, one of his largest campaigns and the content that he's putting out there is really just how social media is kind of disrupting actual live social connections, which isn't to say that that media isn't. I, I do think that one of the cool things is media is is helping people who feel maybe isolated in their beliefs and culture or the way that they want to move forward they're kind of isolated in their current community so you know when you are doing something that's slightly counterculture like trying to improve the way you move through your life or that you move more through your life probably connecting with people online is very supportive Mm -hmm. but it also may be affecting how you are connecting in your real real live person-to-person life so he created this campaign called more social less media so if you Search a hashtag more social, less media, or go to his website. You could just read. He's, I mean, he's been in it for a long time, and so I find him particularly inspiring. So if you want, if you want to follow him and consider, you know, how social media and tech technology specific, specifically like communication devices and internet 
is affecting your life, ways to quantify it, I, I recommend checking them out. Yeah, whatever information helps you know move you towards those decisions, I think is good. And inspiration. Yeah, inspiration, inspiration, I think, is key. Well, I think you inspire a lot of people just by, you know... By getting up in the morning. <laughs> just by being you. <laughs> and, and just a quick thing, if you don't use your phone a lot, but you're still sitting at your computer surfing, because some people just don't do smartphones, but there's a lot of time in front of their big screen... There's things we've talked about before, like timeout, which that's free, right? Mm -hmm. It just makes you take breaks from your screen. There's leech block, which will totally block out whatever you ask for a certain amount of time. If you're a writer, there's things like Ohm Writer, which just is a blank screen without any link to any so any anything else on the internet. So like, there's no buttons, there's no toolbar. It's just a blank you page, just and you your pros. and the screen. So there's a lot of those different kinds of things. Rescue yeah. time, which is a big one. Some of those cost. And then there's cold turkey, which I'm very interested in. And that's coming for Mac pretty soon. It already exists for PC. There's just... Endless tools. Endless tools. Use, te- use technology to improve your relationship mm-hmm. with technology. It can, it can be done. Yep. And speaking... It's like a instructions for Pandora's box. Yeah. <laughs> use it wisely. Use it well. Guess what we did? What? We. Nothing. What did I do? I don't know. I feel like I've gotten in trouble now. Oh, no. It's we. It's a big we. We are in trouble. We have hit 1 million downloads for Katie Says. Yay! Yes. That is blowing my mind, lady. Yep. Blowing my mind. It is pretty mind. cool. Not bad for two years in this in this. Yeah, it's gig. our anniversary too. It is this month. Is Happy our anniversary. anniversary! I didn't I didn't and get you anything yet. But what's I, two? What's the <laughs> what's the modern traditional? I think it's like cell phones or something. Yeah. it's apps. I, I have apps. to get you an app. I'd like an app, please, with in-app purchases. I just think we should acknowledge and thank. This is like the, the Academy Awards. <sighs> <laughs> I would like to thank Danny Hemmett. For agreeing to do this podcast with me and my parents for downloading 850,000 episodes of Katie Says. Thank you, Katie's parents. Thank you. And then really seriously, Brock Armstrong, the original. He was our original audio engineer. I guess we should say after. No, actually, you were the original audio engineer. So we'd like to thank Brock. Brock wrote us and went, "Uh, I could make that better. He... Very funny, talented human yeah, being. Thank you, he's Brock. He's a wonderful human being. And and then when Brock had to go to a bigger gig than us and what we could offer, he brought us Carrie Day, yeah. who is a wonderful musician and gifted and hilarious audio engineer. She has never, ever griped at us for giving her a horrible deadline <laughs> or making her take out all of our grumbles, groans, fart noises, whatever. She, boy... What a trooper. Super great. And Kathy for transcribing. Kathy Lopez is a transcriptionist extraordinaire. And now that she only has a flip phone, she's available for more work, everybody. <laughs> did, I, I, did I tell you when I was in Iceland, I dropped my phone in a river. In I a remember. frozen, in a, I mean, we, we were out in the middle of, the, of a, we had hiked for hours and I had, you know, my daughter who was, Tiny and she was sitting on my lap and, you know, I had my phone out, of course, because if you're in the middle of breathtaking nature, you should definitely have your phone out <laughs> taking pictures. And I set it in my lap and I was nursing her. And then my husband came to take a picture and he's like, you know, so he distracted me, you know, my, they distracted me and I had just forgot that I had set it in my lap and it was time to go. And I stood up and I just watched it floop 
off my, like fly off my lap when I stood up and I had my daughter in my arms, so I couldn't even catch it. And it just went like end over end over end. And I could see the oh screen on, off, on, off, on, off. And it oh. went down to the bottom of a How crystal clear, um, well, I climbed in to get it out. Okay. So to my waist, maybe. So what is that? Eight feet? I was kidding. <laughs> really long legs. So yeah, maybe like, I don't know, four feet. And, but it was so clear and so beautiful and a testament to like gorgeous wilderness is I could see that the screen was still on. It landed on its back face up. I was looking no at way. the time and it was still on and it never went off. What? I went in. I had to take off all of my clothes in this Iceland, and it was not in the summertime. And I got in the frozen water. It wasn't frozen. It was cold. And I pulled it out and shook it shook it off and then, um, you know, just set it there and then got all my clothes back on. And it never, ever went off. That's unbelievable. I know. So I take it as a sign that I am meant to be on the phone all <laughs> of the time because nature has told me so. So, yeah. Well, and back to thanking people that just oh, listened to on. that tangent. That story was our, amazing. We okay. got to th- we got to thank our our listeners. Well, those are the most important. They people listen of all. to these. No, they listen to I us believe, go off like this. <laughs> I believe that statistics mean that we have a million listeners. Is that right? They have yeah, one million actually, listeners. I think we're up to a million six. Yeah. So. Thank you. Yes, everyone. For, we for adore you. putting up with the made-up words, the terrible, terrible puns. The offshoots. The, the offshoots. Yeah, the you know, um, Going rambling. off the rails. I know. <sighs> and you. And also, I just really need to thank you. I can't say this enough. You do so much work for this show. I show up and just do little, the little things that I do, but... You're really the, the the main mover of this. So well, all the accolades thank to you, you thank my you. dear. Thank you. And thanks for asking me to come along and do it. Yep. It's a silly, silly show, and I love it to death. Well, take us out, sister. All right. Well, thank you for listening. For more information, books, online classes, etc., you can find Katie Bowman at nutritiousmovement.com. You can learn more about me, Danny Hemmett, Movement Warrior, and Wannabe Luddite at moveyourbodybetter.com. Thank you. Bye. Bye. We hope you find the general information on biomechanics, movement, and alignment informative and helpful, but it is not intended to replace medical advice and shouldn't be used as such. 